This is Magnum CK, and as long as you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, you will be sports entertained! Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. That troubles are all the same You wanna go where everybody knows your name You wanna go where you can see That troubles are all the same You wanna go where everybody knows your name And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers Where everybody knows your name Even if we're being kicked the fuck out this is Wrestling Cheers. We're brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and NEO Sports Insiders, where we preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way of the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. I am your host. I am Heavy Set. And this episode will be a preview for this Friday's annual Hell on Earth. Hell on Earth 14, uh, November 23rd, 2018, bell time of 730. It is the final event, at least for now at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, before we get into all that, let's get into some housekeeping. Of course, you please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. You can get a hold of us on all your social media, like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. And we have a merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, we will be covering AIW's Hell on Earth 14, a preview. And it will be featuring LA Park. Before we get into all that, again, let's go on to who else is going to be on the show. I am joined by... First and foremost, let's start with Rick. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How's 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 your week going? Even though it's Monday, uh, everything's <laughs> good. I cannot wait for this week to be over. Well, actually, by the time I guess everyone hears this, the week will be most of the way over, and uh, I'm kind of excited for this Friday. Um, I know your other guest feels the same way. I know one thing about this particular episode. We are. It is has. I don't know how to explain this. Um, it's releasing a day early, so yes, normally we release on Thursdays, but with it being Thanksgiving and some people don't listen to podcasts that day, we are going to do one day prior, but you already know that by listening. So yes, don't be alarmed. This did download a day early and for good reason. And actually, you're going to see a new episode in the next week or two. That's going to be a bonus episode where I'm going to be... Helping preview Powerbomb, the world premiere event, uh, which that is December 16th, uh, 7 p.m. at Capitol Theater. Uh, we go all about Powerbomb, and I'll have a intro and closing, talk a little bit more about the event. And if you get a chance, come out to the, to the world premiere. It seems like it's going to be a great show. But anyway, without that, uh, we also have Ed, Pod Van Dam Ed, or whatever Ed, young Ed. Drunk Ed. I don't want to be called that Ed. Any nicknames is what I have. Any nicknames? That. Many nicknames Ed. Oh, many and many nicknames Ed. Okay. I- <laughs> so how's how's your week going? 
Oh my god, it's it's a disaster already, and it's just Monday. <laughs> so, so that's good. Working a lot. They're trying to shove a lot of hours into a few days because we have days off for Thanksgiving and whatnot. And, and it's been pretty brutal. And then you get to move. Yeah, I don't even get those days off for Thanksgiving because I'm moving. I mean, you get those days off, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but man, Whew. and then I, then I, of course, I got AIW Friday, so look forward to. All right, um, let's get into this show, and we got a couple matches, you know, that we picked that we're going to talk about before we get into actual picks for. We, as of this recording, we only have seven matches announced. As far as what I've been told, these will be the only matches announced. But of course, in typical AIW fashion, there will be more than these matches. So that's something that I've always looked forward to. Do do we before we get it? Actually, all that does anybody want to say anything about the final show at Mount Carmel? Uh, Ed, you wanna you wanna go first, or should I? Yeah, yeah I'll go first. Uh, it's like, I think it was like around the second or third Mount Carmel show. So this is kind of just an AIW's place for me. So like, that's, it's, uh, it's going to be weird, man. I don't know. I don't dig it. I don't understand how any church getting 400 people in can th- like regularly can think that's a bad thing. Cause like I've booked things at churches before and like help put stuff together. And like, no matter what it is, they're usually pretty stoked to have people there. So this is weird. I don't like it. How about you? I'm going to go with the same basic vibe that Ed just echoed. I have uh, the only other places I've been to AIW shows are the, you know, are the Akron venue, you know, Music Links, uh, Winchester, things like that. But but as far as like a uh, a normal, you know, a normal venue, this has been the one for me in the well, just going on three years that I've been around. Um, uh, Ed, I believe Ed probably said it best. I, I don't really dig it. I mean, I get it. Um, you know, you, you can't, you can't deal or change the minds too easily of some of the religious folks who have their minds set on what they're going to do and, and how they're going to do it. Um, it's a shame. Uh, I, I don't feel like, uh, you know, we've ever been disrespectful to the, uh, you know, to the church, to the venue, to anything like that, you know, to warrant getting kicked out. Um, you know, maybe it was just time to run its course. Uh, I have faith that they're going to find something, you know, hopefully, you know, bigger and better, I guess, is the uh, is the expression that I want to use. But uh, eh, the whole thing's a little uh, makes me a little melancholy, to say the least. I find a new place to sit. Do you know the anxiety that's going to cause? Do you understand? Yeah, the lack of bleachers is going to is going to kill you if we uh, we go someplace <laughs> else that doesn't have them. I want to know what to do. God, that's true. I can't like sit Indian style in a chair. No, not easily. You can't. I mean, you could try. I don't know. They're pretty close to people. I don't know if I'll have the leg room for it. Yeah, you probably could. You're a twig. It's <laughs> pretty true. <laughs> I mean, I'm somewhat used to having to find like a new new place to sit. Uh, ironically enough, we you know when this podcast was the Ohio We Need Report. That's when they went from Turner's Hall to Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and it it, it felt the same way. Um, you could actually go on to Powerbomb and see Hell on Earth 10, which I believe it was 10. I'm a huge fan of that show, and one of my favorite matches is on there with uh, Marion Fontaine versus Rockstar Spud. And Turner's Hall was packed that night. And towards like that last maybe six months to a year, that's kind of what the vibe was at these shows, that they were packed and a lot of people were there, and uh, the... 
heating and air conditioning sucked really bad, but uh, it was home. So then when at that time it was going to be shut down, even though it was saved and bought by somebody else, we we didn't know what we what we were going to do, where we were going to go. And then we got Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And I think, I've, you know, I've mentioned it before about how, you know, it was kind of a blessing because Our Lady of Mount Carmel was bigger. I don't know, like, where we're going to go from here. Like, I, I do think it sucks, you know, that we're getting kicked out. But um, I don't know. I I have no ill will towards the people at Our Lady of Mount Carmel because we know the AIW fan base well enough that there's definitely some bad eggs. There's definitely people who did some shitty shit probably there on the property. We've had, you know, fans yell obscene shit. I mean, besides the regular obscene shit. And um, you can only imagine, like, the things that were done there on the premises. And I, I, I understand probably why they said, okay, we can't be associated with this. So I, it is what it is. But I'm hoping, you know, we look back in about a year or two and just go, you know what? That was worth it. Like. It sucked, but we moved on. The what, I mean, what sounds like right now is they don't have a home, and there's like maybe ideas that they can jump around for a little while before they find something permanent. But it's going to be hard times for the next uh, couple months, probably for AIW. Hard times, Daddy. I think that was Uncle Fred. Well, it's definitely Uncle Fred. I've been saying that a lot lately. Ugh. I think that. I, I, I go- Anytime someone I hear like uh, maybe a Shockmaster, Typhoon, uh, Tugboat, or even Dusty Roads reference, I just, I just, or even Cody, I think that yep. was Uncle Fred. Yep, that was Uncle Fred. <laughs> but I mean, I, this is just, it is what it is. That's the only thing that I could say about it. Am I happy? Fuck no. But at the same time, it, it would it'd be cool to find a place that actually welcomes us. But I wouldn't be surprised if we have to mind our P's and Q's for a while and we have to keep all the shithead fans in line and be like, don't fucking do this. All right. Well, with that being said, let's move on and talk about some of these matchups. And I got to start with my favorite. Malcolm Jacob Friedman versus Tracy Smothers. What do you guys feel about this? Because I got a lot of shit I can say, but I don't know about you guys. Start with Rick. I. Really, what can you say? Uh, the words culture clash kind of come to mind. I mean, you have MJF, who's uh, who's better than you. And you have uh, Tracy Smothers, who I don't know if he's ever even made the assertion that he's better than anyone else. For this to be the last, you know, church Mount Carmel show, I don't think there could be a better name on it to have than Tracy Smothers. Oh, God. Because God only knows what that guy's going to say. God only knows what that guy's going to do. God only knows, you know, he's, uh, and, you know, is, is this two bad guys? Is Tracy Smothers going to be a little more, uh, welcomed, a little more endearing to the, the crowd? I mean, because we know that, that MJF clearly does not care for any of us. So, uh, I'm kind of anxious to see. I, I, <laughs> It's, it's going to be something. I think I got a preview of this match when I went down to PWF. It was MJF versus Teddy King. And Teddy King is kind of the high school jock he, uh, heel. But he's really good at it. it. Kind of like in an MJF way, like quick-witted, knows the right things to say. And when they they had basically heel versus heel match, and they fucking pulled it off. I think we're going to see this the exact same thing with this match. 
Uh, I'm just wondering, I mean, are, are they going to both uh, ride helicopters here? Or, or are they going to like a helicopter pull in? Or what, what's going to go on with that? What do you think, Ed? Um, but MJF, I'm just not an MJF guy, you know? I, I, I'm try, I try. Like, I just, I don't dislike him at this point, but he's just, I don't know, he doesn't do a lot for me. But I, like, I'm always stoked to see Tracy Smothers. Oh, uh, I want to hear him. I want to hear Tracy Smothers more than I want to see Tracy Smothers, if you know what I mean? Like, have a match, but I wish he could just come out and talk instead. That's what he does. Just quite literally. So at any point, <laughs> just just talk. I, I think we should. We all have to agree that this is going to be about five minutes of wrestling and about twenty-two <laughs> minutes of talking. Thanks. If if you get a chance, I'm going to just do a bunch of power bomb references. Uh, I do know it's on the service. Dead presidents. Tracy Smothers versus Colt Cabana. I think it's like twenty minutes before the match actually happens. A bunch of back and forth. Some dancing and every, like it's literally like I think a good twenty minutes, and I re- like perfect ma- Tracy Smothers match. No, I'm, I'm talking. It was twenty minutes before the match. Then there, th- then there was a match that long. I don't remember how long the actual match was, but it was at least twenty minutes before they got the match, and that match is fucking hilarious. It probably would be in my top five matches I've seen live of just like comedy wrestling. Jeez, it's. <sighs> I don't know. It's in between that match and Tracy Smothers versus Grado, where he called a little girl a rat. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Wrestling Road Diaries. He called that little, like, 10-year-old girl a rat. A rat. Ironically (laughs) enough, I think that show is on Powerbomb, too. Um, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Such Such a good show. I absolutely love that show. To be fair, that little girl was a cop caller, so... Um, like, I don't, I don't, like, I can't be like, why don't you get MJF? I shouldn't like him. He's a heel, right? Well. have then, because I don't like him. But, like. Ed, Ed, Ed thinks there's not enough substance to the character. I think. That's exactly that's, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I've gotten from the conversations we've had about it. It's like, it can happen. He can, it can work at that. Like, the longer he's around, like, it can happen. I'm just saying right now, I just, he's rich, I, I guess. And that's it. Like, he's rich. I think I've said yeah. before. I just think he, he's he's great with promos, like yeah, I like, the quick witted like nature. I, I yeah, I, I, that's definitely where I was going with that. He, I think he's got a, he's got a quick wit. I get completely what Ed's saying. It's like okay, we get it. He's rich and he's better than you, but like we don't know anything else about him. Like, like the YouTube uh, show, you know, we, don't, we don't know the YouTube show with Ali Cat, right? Like that was good stuff. I dug that. that. Like more of that, that please. Was great. Even the podcast he was on with uh, Austin, we did Austin's podcast. Oh my god! And he was telling the stories about how when he was a, you know, he was a, a football player in college, and he was too good for the team, so he just quit because he didn't want to be, because he knew he was better than all the other players, and the coaches were coming to beg him to come back and everything. So I think that that's the kind of background, the kind of substance that that Ed is kind of yearning for when it comes to him. Like you know, why? What yeah. you know? What is it about him that? made him so much better than everybody else that you know ed have you you, not just the scarves ed have you seen the kenny johnson documentary uh with mjf no No, i actually haven't i probably would dig that i've liked all kenny johnson stuff it's really good that's like a lot of the stuff that he talks about on the, the austin podcast is used in the documentary but 
it's that's not it's not a normal Kenny Johnston film. So I would, if you get a chance, check it out. So in between one of your twelve hour shifts, like I don't know, pop it in. But I think it's like maybe about twenty minutes, if not longer. Hey, I get I get twenty minute breaks. I can check that out. <laughs> it's it's. I think the last documentary of his that I remember watching. Yeah, that that adds more to his character. Maybe come back and like let us know if you if you dig it or you still have questions. Actually, there's I'll just say check it out because there's what happens towards the end is something really cool that I love. I'll watch. I'll check. I'll definitely check that out. All right, let's move to the intense title match: Tim Donst versus Matthew Justice. I do believe it's not mentioned on the graphic, but this is a notice qualification match. This is basically. A hell on earth match, and I enjoyed what they fucking did at um, Rubber City Con. I'm I'm really digging Tim Don's lately, but I wouldn't complain for a title change. I wouldn't complain. Matt Justice walks out of the last AIW event of Mel Carmel as champion, as intense champion. What do you think, Rick? I think they are going to go all over the place. <clears throat> I think they are going to destroy things, uh, tables chairs, whatever there is in that place uh, to be broken or destroyed will be broken or destroyed. Um, I just think that that justice for one is going to go all out. You know, this being the last, uh, you know, the last show here and potentially the last show for a while. Um, I, I think we're going to get a great match. I, I really uh, dig Tim Donst as well. I'm I'm a, a Donst fan. Um, I just, I, I think it's Time for just uh, justice to ratchet up to eleven, and uh, we can do our picks later on. I'll admit, and I d- I did put this on my personal Twitter. Like Tim Dons lately on Twitter has been like killing it, where he'll say something. I'm like, ooh, that was ac- that was actually a good joke. I I like this. I'm trying to pull up one. Now, I mentioned the one before of like asking for a friend. I thought that was great. Oh, uh, four days ago, he said, tree fell on train tracks, and my Amtrak lost all power. We lost all heat. Luckily, I'm a good heel. Hashtag, I am corny. I was like, ooh, that was, you acknowledge it was kind of a corny joke, but you use a wrestling term, I I thought it was funny. And he doesn't, he's not one of those people who tweets a, 20 times a fucking day, same old shit, but eh, that's, that's just me. What do you think, Ed, on the match, or his Twitter? I don't um, care. I think that, uh. Uh, this is why I love Hell on Earth, because there's always some crazy match like this, and I think these are the best two guys to do this right now. And uh, I usually only reserve this for no consequences matches, but I'm going to use it right here. Uh, Joshua Bishop's going to win? Stupid shit. I want to see some real stupid shit. I think there's like three matches that are going to be complete stupid shit one way or another. We're going to – like the next match is one that's going to be completely stupid and one we're not going to get that much into until we do picks, but LaPark versus Nick Gage. Raleigh Park, whatever you want to say. Like, fucking Christ. Those three matches alone, who knows what MJF, Tracy Smothers will be like. We have the, you know, the four-way match that was announced today and another tag. Well, we got two other tag team matches. But those three that this match, the next match we're going to talk about and the gauge match, fucking insane. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like those are three of the matches of the last half. It's going to just be a fucking crazy second half. I don't think there's any better way to close out Mount Carmel than with real, real stupid shit. What match do you think will be the main event? Uh, part of me wants it to be this match, but I know there's people out there that think, and for the most part, it's what is what happens. You know, the, the title match goes on last. 
A tri- yeah, I'd put the title match on last. Unless, you know, Nick Gage and L.A. Park have something real nuts planned. Like, cleanup's going to be completely insane, so I need to... I have to think in my head, like, how many AIW shows haven't ended with the title match. Abso 10 is the biggest one, but then again, when you have that many people who are now, like, mostly in WWE and two that are in New Japan slash Ring of Honor, like, yeah, that's the reason why that match went on last. Uh, I think sometimes, but not all the time, the crazy matches will go on last. Except for Hell on Earth 8, I think it is. The one where Eric Ryan just bleeds like a motherfucker. Literally, if you've not seen that, like it's a, I want to say an 8-man or 10-man tag match, but it's like they're battling all around Turner's Hall. And then right after that match was like, ACH versus AR Fox. Like, that was the main event. Meanwhile, it looked like a fucking crime scene because Eric Ryan's blood was just everywhere. Yeah, I, I watched that on Powerbomb uh, maybe last month, mm-hmm. and I was tweeting about it, and uh, Eric Ryan tweeted at me, I think, and told me that, like, some people left the venue because they were so disgusted. Yeah. I stayed, <laughs> but I remember it was like it was, like, really weird because you're talking, like, the seats were all fucked up and just blood everywhere then i was like okay that match is over here's this other match and it was like i think it was like two out of three falls so i remember like finding a spot where there was no blood pulling a chair up and going okay here we go but a lot of people did leave it's maybe one of the weirdest main events i've ever been around because that match was before it okay anything more on donst and justice i'm good how about you rick no it's gonna be crazy I was going to save this for the end because I just thought about it, but knowing my luck, I'll fucking forget about it. Who bleeds at this show? Oh, God. I mean, that's a good question. I was going to save it for the end because, like I said, I just thought about it, but my luck is we go through all the matches and I go, oh, fuck. I forgot about it. Like, after we were done recording. Who bleeds? (laughs) Maybe, I mean, of anybody, I mean, I'd go Gage because... Yeah, LA Park, even if he does bleed, who knows? Yeah. But maybe Gage. Uh, Eric Ryan's not announced. I mean, obviously, he would be your odds-on favorite if he was on the card. <laughs> yeah. Man, after that. You you would think with Donst and Justice, there's a possibility. There's a Yeah, there's a possibility, but, but they do, they're going to do crazy enough shit without probably having to bleed. Man, that is a really good question. And then we could have, which I'm guessing Dan Housen will have a match. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> the potential of him bleeding. Yeah. But the well, only? Yeah. Oh, Eddie, too. Eddie loves to bleed. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's green, right brother. Now, we, yeah, exactly. As of right now, uh, Eddie, uh, Derek, and Dan Housen, nothing announced. So Yeah, but there are matches that have yet to be announced. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm figuring we're going to see all the production one way or another, too. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what kind of strange cameos you might get, too, from the uh, uh, from the Mount Carmel era, I guess. You know, maybe you get uh, maybe get something a little a uh, little out of the ordinary in a scramble. I was another powerbomb reference. I was watching like random shows. One thing that I do is I just watch the promos. Because a lot of the shows I did, I never bought on DVD or MP4 or whatever. So I never got to watch all the promos that are before the show. And sometimes there were people that showed up and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about you. And I, I'm, 
guaranteeing you there's some people like that in the Mount Carmel era where I'm just like, where the fuck did that one go? And we this year alone in AIW, there's been a lot of crazy returns. Uh, Gary J, Besties in the World. Uh, I know we've had more. Rex Brody. Rex Brody. That was a great one. Facade. I mean, he comes and goes. He'll yeah, he's he'll be booked for a block of shows and then goes around the world for a while. Then he comes back. Um, I think oh, early at, in at Mount Carmel that we haven't seen in a while, but I don't think he wrestles at all anymore. Uh, Riley Pierce. For those who don't know, Little Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, hot and young. <clears throat> All right, let's get into the third match. We're going to talk. Wait, nothing, nothing, Ed. I said hot and young. You're supposed to say just the way Ellsworth likes them. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm off my game, man. I'm, I'm tired. Sorry, you're a little, you're a little sleepy tonight, buddy. Yeah. Do you do you want to talk about his dick? Uh, no, oh, um. Oh, it's not impressive. There's not much to talk about. It's a creep. That's a creep dick. I don't want to talk about that. Now, Lashley, that's a hog, brother. But you've you've talked about that on other shows. Like I was giving you a chance to talk about Ellsworth more. It's just that's it. Like that's such a creepy. Uh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> wow, how do you fuck up your career that bad? It's... I want to say that's the worst, but I don't know. There might be. Oh. You know, he didn't murder anybody. I give him that, but still. But who's bringing James Ellsworth in now? That guy had a honky tonk man gig for the rest of his career. Like yep. just come in and be himself and get money for it, yep. and he'll yep. always be on demand because it's a weird thing. And he just ruined it. Right? Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to book him. Like, no, he's he's no, he's he's toxic. I mean, they brought Hogan back, but <laughs> yeah. I say that because I don't really give a damn about Hogan. Like when people bitch about it, I go, oh, okay, cool. No, it doesn't. It's, it's not my wheelhouse. No. I'm the same thing with a warrior. Like when people bitch about him, oh, he's racist, he's this, and he's that. I'm like, I get Jim Helwig was a piece of shit, but you know what? I really like the actual Ultimate War. Like the character was fun. So I like that part. But other than that, nah, I don't give a damn. Let's get into the last match we're going to talk about. The well, Possibly the main event, the absolute title match hot sauce tracy williams versus eddie kingston and i made sure to pull this up we haven't seen these two have a match in almost a year but tracy williams is 2-0 against eddie kingston in 2017 uh, first round of the jaylet tournament he beat eddie and then of course aiw rulers of the world once again beat eddie kingston will this be deja vu or won't it, but before we get actually picks, it's just, these two are another, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. Probably won't be any blood, but they're going to beat the piss out of each other. What do you think, Rick? Honestly, that's all I have to say about this match is I just think it's going to be hard hitting. I think they're going to just beat the living hell out of each other. Well, uh, so it'll be one of those ones where we'll have to see what, uh, what we come up with, with Eddie Kingston. I'm assuming we're going to see gear Eddie because, uh, I don't think Tracy Williams would settle for any less than that. Uh, this is going to be a good one. I got, you know, I got some thoughts on the ending of it, but uh, we'll uh, we'll save that. How about you, Ed? And I've been watching a lot of Kenta Kobashi, so I'm very excited to watch two people beat the piss out of each other uh, live in person. Uh, I'm stoked on that. That Tracy Williams and Eddie always beat the piss out of each other. It's always good. I can't picture this being a bad match. I'm super excited for it. This is probably the match I'm most excited for, which is insane because, like, 
I've never really been a Tracy Williams guy, but uh-huh. I, that's that title. And I've really dug everything he's done. And his new shirt is awesome. You guys seen that? Yo, that's a cool shirt. Yeah, his new shirt's great. Who knew what that was a take on? Was that you, Rick, or was that Stacy? Stacy did. Oh, Stacy. All Stacy. That's what I thought. Like it's like sort- a Japanese horror movie from the 70s yeah. called The House or something like that, I'm pretty sure. Pulling up Eddie's record, I feel like we you know we have done this, but Eddie is on a three-match win streak in AIW. And in 2017, the only win he had was against Swoggle, but the streak began with Tracy Williams. This is this is a low key feud that you know we didn't get like uh you know filthy Tom Lawler and Dom or or something. The, they had you know one match in May and the next match in December, and almost one year later we're getting the third match. I part of me would would say that Eddie would win, but could you imagine that too? Eddie Kingston, the the AIW Absolute Champion, it'd be great. I fucking love Eddie, but. Like, could you see that happening? Doing predictions right now? Is this how not, we're transitioning into that? No, I'm just using it as like a, a topic. I'm not saying you think he's going to win, but like I'm saying. Okay, and I see. Like, that would be cool. Yeah, because, man, and then, Eddie, like, there's lots of people I want to see Eddie work against. So, Eddie, I, I don't know, give him promo time. It'd be nice. Kingston do anything. I like seeing Eddie Kingston be a cameraman. Like, that was cool. <laughs> like, Eddie has had, to do anything. Eddie's had a lot of fun feuds in AIW. He had one versus Dance for a while. That was great. Another one versus... I mean, the one Frankie. Yeah, the one... There's another one that I'm really blanking on. Oh, Paige. And I would... I'd always be happy to see those two feud again because I think they're both fucking great. And you, if you just find a way to change things up, it's always fucking worth it. What do you think about the possibility of Eddie being champion, Rick? I think that it's a strong possibility. <clears throat> I'm trying to think uh, think long term here because we don't know what our future holds right now. We yeah. know that uh, you know we got Friday, and after that we have April. So I'm starting to think about who would be the man when we get to that April show. Well, that's Nick fucking Gage. Uh, what's that? Well, because I'm wondering who the man's going to be. I said, well, that's Nick fucking Gage. Yeah, obviously, but uh, man, could you see Eddie Kingston going into the WrestleMania show as the champ? Yeah, I definitely, definitely could see that. Oh yeah, i I think there's going to be a February show. I'd almost be willing to put money on it, but and I, I don't even have a date. But I, I'd be willing to put money on it. But oh, if worse comes to worse, I think we'll be at the bar up here by the so yeah, the um, music music links checks mm-hmm. tequila Naya place. All right, uh, any other thoughts on the absolute title match? Possibility of Eddie being champion, anything else? Everyone should buy that shirt from Tracy. That's a cool shirt. Any plans on buying shirts at this show, either of you? I am going to have my kid with me, so whatever he wants, he can have. Fair enough. Well, what if he wants to buy Kyle the Beast? KTB. I would rather have a. <laughs> I would rather have some KTC merchandise, but that's uh, that's different <laughs> all entirely. And I, I add, are you just you know too poor? Well, you're moving the same. Like I'm gonna everything. cosplay uh, Rick's kid and try to trick Rick into buying me a Tracy Williams shirt. <laughs> it might work. You guys are just about the same size. <laughs> I think the only shirt that I'm planning on buying, and I'm still not 100 percent sure, is if Magnum has the Andy Kaufman inspired shirts. 
He was supposed. Oh to, yeah, that'd be sweet. He was supposed to have him at Rubber City Con, but there was a confusion in the back and forth, and he wasn't going to be able to get him until after Rubber City Con. So if he has them, I'm potentially buying one. Other than that, PME owes my girlfriend a uh, paint splatter shirt. Yep, because I told him the sizes. Like when they first came out with them, I think I DM'd uh, Marino. And I was like, dude, like, I, are you going to make those shirts? Like, what, what's going on with that? Like, I kind of want one. And my girlfriend kind of wants one, too. Uh, he was like, okay, what size? And I told him. And he only had my size. And they're like, we, I think we had one. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I know we made them. And then again, I did buy them late, but I don't know how many they sold. So Yeah, those are, spe- those are special edition made, made to order right now. Yeah. So I actually, like, pre-ordered. I was like, okay, here's the money. <laughs> now show up with the shirt. So, like... Long as I don't have to worry about the money later, here's this. Now wait. So I think I think that's the only only shirt I'm gonna buy. Well, yeah, because technically I already bought the other one. Uh, yeah, there's nobody else has a shirt that I really really like. Uh, I picked up. I, I ended up picking up way too many at uh, Rubber City Con. I came home with nine shirts. I don't know how the hell I did that. Good lord! I don't even think I've ever walked away with a, nine <clears throat> shirts. Like maybe three or four. And that well, that counts my UXWA sweatshirt, but that's just oh. because Ed's going to be the commissioner. So, hey, buddy, yeah, I swear the most the, brand. I, the most I've done is probably three. Yeah, two for my. I think I had three for my kid, and then a, a nice mixture after that. I'm looking forward to the end of this year when I can count how many shirts I've bought this year because I think my end mark is going to be about 330 shirts for the year worn. Wow, I'm curious of how many of them are new. Because I get Loot Crate, I get WWE yeah. Slam Crate, and I know I've bought a good amount of shirts at shows, good amount of shirts at stores. I just received one in the mail. I bought my first pro wrestling t-shirt in like maybe a year, just because I want Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins to call me. So I was like, fuck it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm like, I'll buy the shirt. I even forget which one I bought. Doesn't matter. You didn't buy it for the shirt. Well, I, I do like the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you bought it for the phone call. Oh, yeah. Like, I missed out the first time. I didn't even know they were doing it. And then I'd seen videos of it, and I started listening to the podcast. And then they announced when I was going down to PWF, and I, like, finished, like, the last five episodes that I needed to listen to. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a shirt so you guys can call me and I can talk to you. I can talk to Zack Ryder about Ghostbusters. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get into this commercial break, and we will be right back with the rest of the matches. What's up, everybody? This is Alex, Worldwide Killer, coming to you live here for a thrift store. Wait, it's not thrift store, driver. Wait a minute. Wrestling who? Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. I know my name. It's Alex, Worldwide Killer, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. And I want to tell you all about Wrestling Cheers t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net. It's a heck of a shirt because where everybody knows your name and wrestling is a game and the game is pain. And pain is what we feel and what we feel, it's real. Whatamaneuver.net, wrestling cheers. Do it up for your boy, Alex Worldwide Killer. Are you tired of wrestling podcasts that don't even attend the shows that they are reviewing? Are you tired of the so-called experts saying the same things every week? At the Road Home from Wrestling Podcast, we are the friends that you can trust. We will show you the honesty and respect that you deserve. 
The Road Home Progressing Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. We'll see you on the road home. All right, and we're back, and let's get into the rest of these matches. I just noticed, normally I go through all the matches at the beginning, but a little bit behind the scenes, we're recording later than normal, and we were scrambling, I was scrambling to get shit together, so I kind of forgot about that. But anyway, let's start off with, let's go start off with the first match announced, L.A. Park versus Nick fucking Gage. For, actually, before we get into that, will either of you be getting a picture or and or autograph with L.A. Park? I was going to ask uh, if they were going to do a meet and greet with uh, L.A. Park. I'm not particularly interested if so, but... Uh... I I think it's a I think it's a pass for me. How about you, Ed? I'm not a lucha guy. But if you wrestled in all Japan, oh dude, if you wrestled in all Japan, I'd be all about it because you know greatest wrestling company in the world. Um, what? He, no, never mind. He didn't. I just thought about it. They just did a lucha show in all Japan. I had to think who was on it. <laughs> it was super crazy. So, L.A. Park, Nick Gage. Who do you guys got? Um, I want to go with Nick fucking Gage. How about you, Rick? Oh, uh, yeah, you, you got to go with the king. How about you, Ed? Unless uh, L.A. Park unmasked to be uh, expert shooter David Arquette, then I'm going to go with Nick Gage. <laughs> I'm curious if he will be there. Granted, this conversation kind of happened before GCW, but I know he was booked for IWC and he still actually showed up. The movie that he was filming got pushed back to March and... There, I would figure there's a possible. Well, and he, he did have the injury prior to GCW. So when I, you're as big as badass as David Arquette, you go anywhere you want, man. So my question is, will he be there or not? I mean, he's not he's not advertised. So that's the whole thing. If he shows up, it's an added bonus. But if he doesn't show up, which I kind of thought the thing behind it was that, like, okay, he's injured, he's got the movie, take him off the card. If he if they can get him in, great. But if not. They don't have to worry about like refunds or anything. I hope he is, but I don't. I would have said he would have been, but that was before uh, GCW. Now I I don't know. Yeah, about I don't, now I don't know. I don't think he's coming. That was the greatest thing I've seen in a long time, man. It was nuts. Absolutely nuts. Did oh yeah, you you, uh, you did make a pick, Ed. You said Nick Gage, unless he turns out Lale Park turns out to be David Arquette. Yeah, yeah, under a mask. DP style. Yep. Malcolm Jacob Friedman versus Tracy Smothers. I'm going MJF. Be Rick. I'll go MJF as well. I don't think uh I don't think it really matters who wins this. It uh it's gonna be on to who can say the most offensive things to the crowd. How about you, Ed? Because I agree it doesn't matter who wins this, I'm gonna go Tracy Smothers, because why not? Like, here's what I'd like to see. MJF come out, talk a lot of shit. Tracy Smothers come out, talk a lot of shit. Duke Money comes out, talks a lot of shit. Like right there, five people, that's counting Duke Money as just the Duke, Jock Sampson, and Mance Warner. All five of them in the ring, just talking shit. That's all they want. Be just like a big roundtable discussion of shit talk. Oh my god, it'd be great. Then you could probably translate it into a 10-man tag match, but who do you have the other five people be? But I think I felt like we've seen you know, the weird world versus Duke money enough. So I don't, I don't know yeah. where we would go with that. I got three production members hanging around. That's true. Answer's good at Twitter. Who's good at Twitter? Answer. Oh, he's great. 
great at everything. See his tweet about Enzo? It was amazing. The best thing that Mance is great at, besides wrestling, is taking pictures. I love his like blank stare in an opposite direction. Love it. Let's go with two Infinity and Beyond versus the Philly Marino experience. I think this is going to be another win for PME and hopefully a road to redemption for them. How about you, Rick? Yeah, I got to go with my boys, Philly and Marino. Ed. Oh, wait, it's going to be two Infinity Beyond. They're sneaky boys. They're going to do some sneaky shit to pull this out. We also have the other tag match, the AIW tag team title match, the production versus no consequences. I think the production retains. How about you, Rick? I agree. The production retains the titles. And? Oh, yeah. The production is going to win this. I don't <laughs> think against Magnum, CK, and Frankie. They, they kind of win a lot, you know? Four-way match. All Ego, Ethan Page versus KTB versus Dominic Garini versus Joshua Bishop. I'm going to go Ethan Page. How about you, Rick? I'll go with my man, Josh Bishop. What about you, Ed? Normally, uh, I would have a little crisis about picking between Josh Bishop and Ethan Page, but uh, solely just to better my chances of getting on that UXWA board of directors, I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Dom to win this. (laughs) God, so no one picks KTB. It's Kyle. Kyle's not... Come on, Kyle's not winning fights. Pat will take KTB. See, I don't root for Ethan Page in a match, and I get yelled at by Drunk Ed... But he doesn't pick Ethan Page in this match. Like, what the fuck? Man, this is a business decision. (laughs) Dude, Ethan Page is going to win, and I'm going to yell at you. (laughs) No way, Dom's got this. You hear that, Dom? (laughs) Uh, The intense title match, Tim Donst versus Matthew Justice. (sighs) I'm going to go Matt Justice. I think there's going to at least be one title change at this show. The last show at Mount Carmel. Going with Justice. How about you, Rick? I agree. I think Matt Justice takes the title. I think this is the big blow-off of uh, what hasn't been a long feud, but some uh, some crazy matches between them. I think he takes the title. And Ed? Um, I don't want to do this, but I just <laughs> I, I got to. Uh, Tim Donst. How does that feel? It's bad. I don't like it, but I just I feel like Tim Donst is going to pull this one out. I mean, he beat Joey Janela, so I I can't doubt him in much anymore. You know. Yeah. And then we have the absolute title match: Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Eddie Kingston. I don't think there will be a title change here. As much as I would love to see the absolute champion Eddie Kingston. I'm going to go with Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, to keep that belt just a little bit longer. How about you, Rick? I'm going to go with the title switch. I'll go with uh, Eddie Kingston, not because I think it's going to happen, but because I want it to happen. All right. There you go, Ed. We both pick somebody. So pick, All a, right. pick a side. Uh, going to win this one. Is Eddie, I, don't, I think he's got Eddie's number. That's, I mean, yeah, 2-0. But it has been 11 months since the last encounter. So, Okay. I do believe that's it. Once again, AIW Hell on Earth 14 featuring L.A. Park this Friday, Black Friday, November 23rd, 2018. Bell time at 7.30 p.m. at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. 
If you're listening to this and you're in the Northeast Ohio area, please come to this show. I mentioned it before. The last show at Turner's Hall was packed, and I felt like it was packed more than usual. I want to see a final show the same way at Mount Carmel. Let's just pack this motherfucker and have a crazy fucking night. So any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go, Rick? No, I I echo your sentiments. I mean, it's going to be... It, it has the potential to be like a kind of sad downer night, but we got to uh, we got to take it the other, way, make it a a a fun you know kind of last hurrah thing. I think there's going to be some crazy stuff happening. I think maybe we're going to get some surprises. I think we're going to get some good shit that's going to go down. Um, catch up with me. I will have uh, I got a whole buttload of the reorder of the Big Twan Tucker stickers that uh, are going to be nice and fun to distribute. Uh, don't stick them on anything in the building, please. Uh, we we need to get our security deposit back. Uh, but other than that, I'm looking. Repeat that last bit again. What the part about me being a pretty, pretty princess? That part? You kind of trailed off. You're like, <laughs> I- did we uh, did we get the, um, I'm going to have the Twan stickers? Yes. At the venue? Yes. Okay. Well, that's the really the important part. So looking forward to seeing everybody there. How about you, Ed? Uh, Pod Van Dam. Uh, we cover wrestling Twitter and uh, how awful it is and how amazing it is. Uh, that comes out every Sunday. Uh, me and Pat do that. Who you've heard? You've heard of on Wrestling Cheers. Uh, UXWA this Saturday. The after party. Uh, go see Pat and maybe me. Maybe me. Maybe I'll be there too. It's gonna be at Game Day Tavern and uh, it's formerly known as Front Row. WA after party spot. Uh, yeah, come see me and uh, Pat. I assume, hopefully, that's how parties work. I'm told. I haven't been to many. Uh, when can we expect another episode of Benefits of Podcasting? That's actually uh, getting reworked right now. We're actually going to do something different with it. It's going to be real fun. Uh, but that will be back probably around the beginning of the year. But yeah, we're going to do something completely different than what it has been with it. It was fun. But then again, it was just was it was non-wrestling Pod Van Dam format. And that's exactly what it was. That's, that's, we're switching it up. It's going to have segments and like, I'm going to do some stuff solo on it. And Justin is too. And we're going to do stuff together. It's because I was about to say, you're having real trouble doing episodes with him because <laughs> first it was pod Van Dam, and then it turned into benefits of podcasting. And now you had someone take over for him for pod Van Dam. And now there's like no benefits of podcasting. We're on that awful first shift, third shift thing right now. We're yeah. like, we just cannot make schedules line up work-wise. Yeah, that's that sucks. Um, of course, you have myself. You can find me at Heavyset330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestlingcheers, twitter.com slash wrestlingcheers, and instagram.com slash wrestlingcheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, wrestlingcheers at gmail. Com. We do have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast if you don't already. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean, wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. Could we get some YouTube subscribers that's been, like, really dragging? Am I going to have to do a contest for that next? I did the, the iTunes reviews. I'm like, okay, everybody has a YouTube account, right? Just go hit subscribe. Please, only because I think you need a hundred subscribers to get a custom URL, so I can have YouTube.com/slash Wrestling Cheers. 
Uh, also, please check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, and Chill, and Old School at the Movies. And then check out our other podcasting friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Center Stage, Super Fantastic Podcast, The Road Home from Wrestling, Kick Out at Two, The Indie Cast, Sobros Network, and The Big Gold Belt Podcast. And check out our other podcasting or other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, Rebel Life Media, Savage Dash, Set Tab Photo, Ringside Shots Photography, Sickening Pictures, who will be bringing you Powerbomb World Premiere at Capitol Theater on December 6th at 7 p.m. NEO Sports Insiders and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name and we're looking for a new home. Not us, but AW. We got home. I'm homeless. <laughs> Later. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Would you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. Okay. There we go. Uh, the cat was literally unplugging the microphone. <laughs>